It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is The World in 10 from The Times of London on Saturday the 11th of February. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Holly Keogh. Coming up, calls intensify for more border crossings to open up into Syria to help earthquake victims. After 12 years of conflict, there is already damaged infrastructure. And so this sets them back even further. And if the needs were already great before the earthquake, now they're of unprecedented scale. And the US has shot down another unidentified object flying in its airspace. We have no further details about the object at this time, including any description of its capabilities, purpose or origin. The Times of London. With pressure mounting and days of urgent appeals, the Syrian government has given permission for international aid to be sent to earthquake victims in areas controlled by rebels opposed to President Assad's regime. That's according to Syrian state media. Since Monday's devastating earthquake, more than 24,000 people are known to have died across Turkey and its neighbour. But it's getting increasingly more difficult to get aid to people in rebel-held northwest areas of Syria because border crossings are limited. After over a decade of conflict, aid agencies have struggled to access northern Syria. Only a few border crossings remain open and Richard Spencer, the Times of London's correspondent, has been to one of them. What was striking about it yesterday was it was completely empty. There were no, you know, you would expect in any natural disaster like this, uh, where the epicentre was all around a border, you would expect that uh, border crossing to be packed with aid trucks, UN trucks, aid workers. Um, but no, it, um, the Russians a few years ago, for political reasons, um, decided they wanted to restrict uh, aid into northern Syria from Turkey. They want to, uh, as a favour to Assad, uh, President Assad is their ally, of course, uh, he wanted to control the aid in Syria uh, for his own reasons. And uh, they they decided that if they blocked aid going through this border crossing, that would um, that would help Assad. But the result is that you know, these towns are just not getting any assistance from the outside world at all. Uh, there's one other border crossing in the far west um, with Turkey, uh, mm-hmm. but that's near the town of Antakya, which is, the, you know, pretty much the worst major city affected by this earthquake. And um, I think two, a, two UN aid um, deliveries have gone in through that um, border crossing in, in, in the whole week. So um, it's pretty uh, it's pretty depressing. Hundreds of thousands of people have been left homeless and short of food in bleak winter conditions. 
and leaders in both countries have faced questions about their response. Rescuers from around the world are racing against time to search for possible survivors. On Friday night, video footage uploaded to social media showed the moment a six-month pregnant woman and her seven-year-old daughter were pulled alive from the rubble. They'd been buried for 115 hours. The UN will also launch a flash appeal for donor support for those affected by the earthquake next week. Aid supplies from across Arab countries arrived in Syria on Friday, while Cuba and Colombia joined the Latin American countries sending aid with 32 medics sent to head to the earthquake area. Its doctors were in the front lines in the fight against cholera in Haiti and against Ebola in West Africa in the 2010s. Elsewhere, Indonesian search and rescue teams took off on Saturday to lend their support. The US has shot down an unidentified object flying in its airspace near the coastline of Alaska. US officials say it was considerably smaller than the Chinese balloon downed last Saturday over the Atlantic. The White House say that it posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flights and that President Biden ordered the military to down the object over water. The Pentagon spokesperson, Brigadier General Patrick Ryder, said the latest object was shot down out of an abundance of caution. The object was flying at an altitude of 40,000 feet. We have no further details about the object at this time, including any description of its capabilities, purpose or origin. The object was about the size of a small car, so not similar in size or shape to the high-altitude surveillance balloon that was taken down off the coast of South Carolina on February 4. The incident happened just days after the U.S. shot down a Chinese balloon that was believed to be a spy aircraft. China has denied that the balloon was used for spying purposes, saying that it was an airship used for scientific research that had accidentally flown over the U.S. The incident has sparked a diplomatic row between China and the U.S., with the Secretary of State Antony Blinken postponing a visit to China that had been due to start just a few days later. You're listening to The World in 10 with insight into the globe's biggest stories in just 10 minutes. Still to come, a demining charity faces a huge challenge in Ukraine and turbulence in Moldova sees the government collapse. The Times of London. To Ukraine now. And the world's largest demining charity, the Halo Trust, is doubling its staff in the country this year. The first anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion is approaching and the charity is undertaking what it says is a huge training programme in order to clear liberated areas of explosives. The Trust's chief executive, James Cowan, says it's impossible to know exactly how many mines, shells and rockets need to be disposed of, but the process is likely to take decades. The area that the Russians have occupied is about the size of the whole of the United Kingdom. They're firing about 40,000 artillery rounds a day, of which about 10% are not going off, so they're still live rounds buried in the ground. They're laying landmines on an extraordinary scale. And the general rule of thumb is that for every day of fighting, you should estimate a month of clearance. The charity has been active in Ukraine since 2015, when conflict in the east broke out. Recently, it's been working in the Kyiv region to clear anti-vehicle mines laid by Russian troops during fighting there in March and April 2022. Staff are currently examining the situation around the southern city of Kherson following Russia's withdrawal from it in November last year. While the charity is impartial, it's not been allowed to work in Russian-held parts of Ukraine. 
Moldova's pro-Western government resigned after a turbulent 18 months in power, marked by economic turmoil and the spillover effects of Russia's war in neighbouring Ukraine. The Prime Minister Natalia Gavrilita told a news conference on Friday that no one could have expected her government to manage so many crises caused by Russian aggression. I am stepping away from leading the government with a sense of accomplishment and peace of mind. I have fully given myself to this difficult mission, which was entrusted to me by President Maya Sandu and my party colleagues. She has nominated her pro-European security adviser Dorin Riesian as the next Prime Minister, and the Moldovan Parliament will vote to confirm his nomination next week. With the war raging in neighbouring Ukraine, Moldova has been facing Russian aggression, a refugee influx, inflation and high energy prices after Moscow dramatically reduced supplies. The steep price increases, in particular for Russian gas, led to street protests last year, and demonstrators called for the government and president to resign. As Moldova moves closer to joining the European Union, pressure has increased from Russia, which has tried to undermine the former Soviet state and the EU's influence. Now with the sport, here's Kane Reeves. Manchester City being charged by the Premier League for allegedly breaking financial rules has been the talk of world football. Now Pep Guardiola has finally had his say. The manager of the reigning English champions says his club has already been condemned as guilty following the charges and wanted to remind people not to make assumptions until they've had a chance to defend themselves. We are lucky we live in a, in a marvellous country that uh, we have a society when everyone, like you said, is innocent until proven guilty. We didn't have this opportunity. We are already sentenced and tough. What's going to happen, I don't know. And Real Madrid manager Carlo Ancelotti has denied claims that he's agreed to become Brazil's new manager. Ancelotti is currently with the 14-time European champions in Morocco at the Club World Cup and says he intends to see out the rest of his contract. The Oscar-nominated film director Hugh Hudson has died at the age of 86. He was nominated for Chariots of Fire in 1982 a film the British Film Institute described as one of the decade's most controversial British films. It's ranked at number 19 on the BFI's top 100 British films. Actor Nigel Havers, who starred in the film about the story of two runners in the 1920s, said he was beyond devastated by his death, adding it was one of the greatest experiences of my professional life and like so many others, I owe much of what followed to him. I shall miss him greatly. The Star Wars memories of Chewbacca actor Peter Mayhew have lived on since his death in 2019. However, his late wife Angie Mayhew was upset that an auction house in the UK was selling several of Peter's possessions, including scripts and call sheets from the films. They'd been found in the loft of a house previously owned by the Mayhews, but Angie explained how Peter's movement challenges meant they had to leave them behind when they moved. She said it was one of her husband's biggest regrets. After pleading with the auction house to halt the sale, auctioneer Angus Ashworth said he was happy to return the items back to their rightful owner. And that's The World in 10 from the Times of London on Saturday, the 11th of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Your History is a new podcast brought to you from The Times, and it brings together the real-life stories from our obituaries desk, which have been published for over a century. 
In this brand new show, we build on this legacy and explore the endlessly fascinating lives who have enriched and informed our own. Join me and our sponsor, Ancestry, as we journey through your history. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.